Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about Internet Church. Rich, what is Internet Church? Oh, it's only the best internet gathering this side of the Kailua River. Is the Kailua River a thing? Maybe we should start over. <laughs> let's let's do it again. Ask me again. <laughs> no, let's leave it in. Now no, no, let's talk about Internet Church. Uh, internet Church. Actually, it's a thing we do every other Friday night where we all gather together, uh, encourage the saints in truth. It's uplifting. It's edifying. It's just a time to gather for about an hour on a Friday night or day, depending what part of the world you're in, just to be encouraged by the saints. You you think you would like something like that? Is the Pope Catholic? Uh, you bet your sweet bippy the Pope is Catholic. And uh, Justin, Internet Church is all about gospel freedom. It's good. I'm trying to think of the follow-up question. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, this thing is lagging. Uh, all right. If No. Absolutely love it. So if you were going to... No. What are we going for? Are we trying to be funny or are we trying to be serious? I don't know. I I mean, whatever. I, we're trying to let people know that... Oh, <laughs> I'm not as gifted as you are in this department, my friend. So join us every other Friday night, 8 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern. If you are international and want to add that to your calendar so you don't have to do all the time conversions, head on over to lovereality.org slash circles and add the Internet Church Circle to your calendar. So I think that a lot of us can relate to this, this experience. Mm -hmm. We feel like Paul, God's given us marching orders. Mm -hmm. We have a mission. Mm -hmm. We have something that, you know, we're supposed to accomplish. Mm -hmm. But then life happens. Welcome to The Move, where we're vibing with the book 10 minutes at a time. Yeah, and the next 10 minutes, we're going to be talking Romans chapter 1, verses 8 through 15. Did you read it? I read it. Did you? I did. It was good. It was did real good. You read it? Because if you're not reading it while we're doing this, you're playing yourself. You're missing out on actually the biggest blessing. So don't play yourself. We'll wait for you. Yeah, right here. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. 10 minutes starting in three, two. One. So tell me about it. This this passage is good, man. This this is good. For context, I thought something was rather interesting that's worth noting. Paul is, you know, writing a lot of letters in the New Testament to many different churches around Philippi, Colossae, wherever. But this book in particular is different because Paul actually doesn't have a personal relationship with Mm -hmm. this church. Mm -hmm. He has a burden for them, and we'll get to that. And he's interested in reaching out to them. But he actually didn't start off with, hey, I, I planted this church mm-hmm. and I'm coming back. I know y'all. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that frames it for me is that he's on a journey towards them having not known them. So why is he on a journey towards them? And it's this idea of he's a slave, mm-hmm. right? But this new kind of slave that actually has this identity as a son mm-hmm. and he gets his orders from God. So if you have this imagery of a indentured servant mm-hmm. in the house of the master and the master tells him what to do. Go do this. And the master and the, the, the servant goes and he has this order, this obligation to reach a certain set of people. And this is how he has the Romans framed. I got to get to you because I'm under this obligation, this order. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he's moving forward. He's sent out. Uh, this is actually why it's so important for him at the beginning of this uh, this text, the very beginning. He's like, I'm an apostle. I'm a sent out person. Yeah. It's, it's different than being a disciple. I got a mission. Yeah. I'm marching orders and I'm going forward. But something something interesting happens. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us can relate to this, this experience. Mm-hmm. We feel like Paul, God's given us marching orders. Mm-hmm. We have a mission. Mm-hmm. We have something that, you know, we're supposed to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But then life happens. Verse 13. He yeah. says, but thus far I have been prevented. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, he's been given this marching orders. And what I find really interesting is verse nine, where he's saying, like, listen, I have been given this marching orders because God sees me. Like yeah. he appeals to God as his witness. He's like, God is my witness. I pray for you. I think about you. And it's in keeping with what he's told me. So if I'm lying, God's a liar. He's my yeah. witness. He's seen this. But I haven't been able to get to you, and it's because I've been impeded by some circumstances. Now, if I could draw attention that there is sort of like a precedent of him wanting to go somewhere and not getting there. We see in <laughs> Acts where he's like, hey, listen, we want to go to Asia, but we've been stopped. Now, that was the Holy Spirit that told him, not here. Let's go elsewhere. Yeah. But in other places, especially in Ephesians, where he talks about we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but we wrestle against powers, principalities, these spiritual things. So that sometimes you might get an order and you're hampered because there's actual spiritual forces at work to keep you from accomplishing that which God has given you to do. Yeah. There, there's sometimes where the reason why we don't get to, quote unquote, do what we want or maybe more accurately do what we're called to do mm-hmm. is because we just – we got some growing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like Moses in the wilderness trying to take our own, like trying to do it mm-hmm. aside from God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the Holy Spirit's like, whoa, mm-hmm. no, you ain't ready yet. Mm-hmm. So I got to do this thing mm-hmm. in your heart and in your life. And I got to send you off to the wilderness mm-hmm. for 40 years mm-hmm. so that you can become the person that I want you to be so that you can do the thing that I've called you to do. Sometimes that's the reason why. Yeah. But that's not the case here. No, the case here seems to be because he has his marching orders, he's going, but he's prevented by something other outside of himself, right? Yeah. And I think that this is where then we as Westerners are a little uncomfortable. Yeah, because because that's not how we that's not how we view the world. No. It, it's 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 simply concrete. It's what I can touch, uh-huh. what I can feel, uh-huh. it's what I can see, but uh-huh. but but that's it. And then when we don't do that which we sense God is leading us, right? Mm-hmm. We then put the fault where? Yeah. On me. So yeah. then the thing isn't happening because oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Talented enough. I have been behaving badly. Ah, the reason why I'm not experiencing what God has called me to experience is mm-hmm. because I have somehow forfeited. And on my end, mm-hmm. I have given up the mm-hmm. blessing that God has given me. Now God has perhaps withdrawn himself mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. And now I don't get to enjoy what God has called me to be. And see, there's a short, a short, 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 short sightedness <laughs> on this because then it's all about you. No, but that's not who it's about. That's not who it's about because this obligation that Paul is under is not for his own sake, Mm-mm. right? Because he draws attention to this. I want to go there for something else, right? Mm-hmm. And and talk to me a little bit about. We mentioned it previously about the nature of blessing. The nature of blessing. What do you yeah. mean by that? So we were talking about the Abrahamic covenant. Ah. We were talking about blessing is for. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times when, when we think about blessings, we, we can even look at it not even as a blessing, but as, oh, I'm gifted. Mm-hmm. Or I'm skilled mm-hmm. at X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And then we look at that as, as this thing that is for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember hearing this this phrase, and I really thought was uh, was was powerful, that any gift that God has ever given us has mm-hmm. always been intended for that gift to be 
given to others. Mm-hmm. Any gift we get from God has mm-hmm. been intended to be reproduced or shoved back mm-hmm. out there. And even in the Abrahamic blessing, God's like, Abraham, I'm going to do this amazing thing in you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all these kids mm-hmm. and you're going to be prosperous and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. At the end of that blessing, mm-hmm. he says, it's, it's not for you, Abraham. It's for the, it's for the nations. It's for the, so you see that according to the promise that Abraham received, mm-hmm. That the blessing Abraham received of the seed that was to come was to be a blessing to the nations. And this is what Paul is working on mm-hmm. from the previous 10 minutes we talked about this, where Paul feels the sense of obligation now to go preach this liberty that mm-hmm. he has under renewed master mm-hmm. that is a blessing to others, but is in keeping with the promise that has come to fulfillment through Jesus to go from Israel to the nations. Mm. Did you get all that? <laughs> I got it. I don't know if they got it. Did you get it? Go back on the YouTubes. You can do that. <laughs> so at the very end of this passage, there's a, a, a phrase that I think helps to bring clarity, what you're, uh, what you're, you're getting at. And uh, in the English Standard Version, which is the one that we're studying, uh, he uses language like, I'm under obligation. Yeah. Other passages or other translations, rather, uh, use the phrase debtor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a slave. Yeah. But, yeah. but but while we can understand slavery to, to Jesus, slavery yeah. to God, yeah. slavery to righteousness, yeah, yeah. that's not what he's talking about. No, no, no. He says, is... I'm under obligation or I'm a debtor to the Greeks and to the barbarians, to the oh. wise and to the foolish. I think he's actually implying I'm I'm a slave to you in Rome is kind of where, he, where he's getting at. Because I owe you something. Which is weird because we don't ever get record of him doing some kind of transaction with them. No, no, no. The transaction, right? We talked about this earlier. The transaction is something that he himself has received, right? He was a slave in the kingdom of darkness and he was always according to his flesh, mm-hmm. right? It's always been according to his body and I'm cut and I'm snipped and I'm correct. But now he's been liberated from all of that to serve in the form of the spirit. But that form of the spirit has this endless abundance of resources and he localizes this resources at the very life within me. But that life that is within me, that is in keeping with the promise is so that others might have life, yeah. right? Yeah. So that I've received, but I've received in order to, to give. give. And if I receive without giving, guess who I still owe to? Hmm. No, no, not even that. Get, if you received without giving, you've <sighs> robbed God. Right? I mean, that's the whole tithe thing, right? We receive from God, we <sighs> give back to him. And where have you robbed God? In your tithes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's this thing, this, this thing of debtor. There are two ways that I can think of mm-hmm. where you can be in debt to someone. Yeah. I can borrow money from you yeah. and not pay you back. Mm-hmm. I'm your debtor. I'm your slave in that respect. The, yeah. the, what does the, the text say? Dave Ramsey likes to talk about it a lot. Uh, this, the, the borrower is slave to the lender, the lender right? Yeah, I can borrow right. money from yeah, you. Yeah. But that's not what's going on with here with yeah. Paul. He never yeah. was a slave to anybody. He was actually very clear on that yeah. in other passages. The second way is if I borrow money from you yeah. that was meant for someone else. Like, yeah. let's say you needed to pay someone off. Yeah. And this is before Venmo and Cash App. Yeah. You lend me some money, yeah. but that money's intended for them. Yeah. And I don't pass it on. Yeah. That's how I'm enslaved. That's how I'm a debtor to that person. Mm-hmm. So Paul here is describing, guys, I've received this great gift from God and mm-hmm. God has called me to give it to someone mm-hmm. else. That's why I'm excited. That's why I need to be there with you. I'm, why I'm, I'm motivated to come and spread this gift with you. And these are my marching orders. Yeah. That my marching orders are to proclaim, deliver the freedom of this life that we've been ransomed from a former slavery into a new type of quote unquote slavery that is actually freedom. And I want to reap a harvest amongst you mm-hmm. so that I can actually liberate 
through the spirit. You know, he preaches this message. The spirit will liberate, but I want to impart this to you, to yield, to have this yield amongst you, this harvest of liberty of sons Mm. through spirit. And this is, I'm obligated to do this. There is no other way because I am a servant of God who has been set apart. And so because I am a servant and I've been given marching orders, I owe you something. Yeah. So this is a question I have to ask myself in my life. What do I owe somebody else? Mm. And, and where have I been receiving liberty and where do I have liberty? And I've been thinking that it's just for me. You know what I love about this thing that we owe to people is that it doesn't cost anything to Nothing. give. It's like when you light a candle and you light another candle with that first candle, the first one doesn't miss out on anything. Ooh, preach, preach it doesn't cost that candle anything. <laughs> doesn't cost that candle anything to pass the light on. And yeah. that's what we're called to do. Pass the light on. Pass it on. All right, man. Well, that's 10 minutes. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow.